There is a word in the 37th number of Psalm. Psalm 37, verse 5. Psalm 37, verse 5. And it reads something like this. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. I liked, I need to work with those last words of that verse. And he shall bring it to pass. Today's message is entitled, This Too Shall Pass. Look at somebody and just say, This Too Shall Pass. Amen. You may be seated. Often the best encouragement that I can give someone in need is to say, This Too Shall Pass. This too shall pass is an adage that is commonly conveyed. Abraham Lincoln often said, this too shall pass. He said that it was applicable in any and every situation one could encounter. Notice the word too. It is not spelled T-O, which entails a direction. It is not spelled T-W-O, which means the sum of one plus one. Instead, it is spelled T-O-O, which means also. Consequently, this too shall pass is the same as saying this also shall pass. My brothers and sisters, your this is whatever difficulty you are experiencing. And be mindful that all of us have a this. Amen. Your this might not be my this, and my this might not be your this. But one thing all of us have in common is all of us have a this. So I'll repeat and say, your this is whatever difficulty you are experiencing so that I know who I'm preaching to. Is there anybody in here currently experiencing a difficulty in your life? Let me see who I'm preaching to. There's some type of difficulty you working through, some type of difficulty you have. Let me see those hands you're having to deal with. Your this is whatever crisis you are undergoing. Your this is basically whatever you are going through that is causing you to suffer. Since this is not the first time God brought you through something, this too shall pass. I mean, how many of us, we can recollect, we can recall something God has already brought us through? So, so I'm saying since uh, this is not the first time, uh, this too shall pass. 
In essence, as God brought you through something tough in the past, he is going to bring you through something tough in the present. This too shall pass because God has something better to bring to pass. Those of you taking notes get that. I said this too shall pass because God has something better to bring to pass. We see this in Psalm 37 verse 5. But before verse 5, let's, let me just read it in its context by reading verses 1 through 5, because I know a lot of us have been encouraged uh, uh, with those words. Uh, in verse 1, uh, David said, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Look at your neighbor right now and say, don't worry about enemies. Uh, verse 3, uh, David said, trust in the Lord and do good. So, so I, I just want to remind individuals who's going through, and maybe some folk are mistreating you. Maybe you're dealing with some, some devilish folk. Uh, the word is saying, don't react to them, but you continue to trust in the Lord. You continue to do good, so, so that thou shalt dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Uh, delight thyself also in the Lord, and, and in other words, don't let these enemies steal your joy, but delight yourself in the Lord. Have a good time in the Lord. That's what we're doing in here right now. We're having a good time in the Lord, and he says, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And then verse 5, our text, it says, commit thy way unto the Lord. And, and then it says, trust also in him. And then the third part, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring it to pass. Look at that in the Bible. He shall bring it to pass means the Lord shall move positively on your behalf. Do you see that? It says, he shall bring it to pass. Well, that means he's going to move positively on your behalf. However, somebody say however. God moving positively on your behalf is conditional. While going through your situation, you have to commit your way to the Lord. So in order for God to move positively on your behalf, there's some things that you got to do first. And one is commit your way unto the Lord. Now, when David said commit your way unto the Lord, that word commit derives from the Hebrew word uh, galal, which uh, suggests uh, to roll together with God. So basically, when David said commit thy way unto the Lord, he was saying we got to roll together with God. Now, notice it does not say that God has to roll with us. But we're saying rolling together with God. A lot of times we want God to roll with us when God is saying, it's not about me rolling with you, but it's about you rolling with me. Moreover, while going through, are y'all still with me in the Bible? Uh, while going through your situation, you have to trust in the Lord. Uh, basically, trust God. Somebody say, trust God. 
Uh, when, when David said trust, you want to look at that word trust because uh, uh, he says trust also in him. But that word trust, it derives from the Hebrew word, uh, which is uh, batak. And that word batak, uh, it means uh, to, have comp- to be confident and secure in the Lord. So, so catch this. Uh, when, when David said trust, uh, uh, yes, uh, trust also in him, uh, what David was saying, uh, be confident, be secure in the Lord. And I, I realize we're living in a world where it's, you really can't put confidence in anybody. Uh, we're living in a world where uh, people are very insecure. We can't trust our government. We can't trust anybody. But David is saying to us today, when he said trust, he said, be confident, be secure in the Lord. In our sermonic title, and I think y'all know it by now, uh, uh, look at your neighbor and just say, this too shall pass. Yes. In our sermonic title, that's what the title is, This Too Shall Pass, uh, we propose a reason and a purpose. Everybody say, a reason and a purpose. A reason, catch me now, a reason this too shall pass is because, uh, as previously stated, God has something better. To bring to pass. And this is based on Psalm 37, verse 5. So I want everybody to just think right now about the situation you're going through, because most of you raised your hand and said, currently you're dealing with something. Well, you need to understand that uh, the reason why whatever you're dealing with has got to pass is because God has something better that's going to happen in your life. God has something better that he's going to bring to pass. Now, a purpose. Remember I said a purpose and a, a reason. A purpose, uh, which uh, in this sermon is also the key idea, states as follows. And I want y'all to get this. Some of you, many of you need to write it down. Amen. Uh, the purpose uh, that this too shall pass. Uh, hear this. This too shall pass so that you can experience the next chapter of your life. Now, now be, be, be mindful, just like a book usually consists of various chapters, well, our lives consist of various chapters. Uh, and, and when you and I look back over our lives, uh, we can see various chapters that we have lived through. And, and, and truth, to, truth to be told, these are various chapters that God has carried us through. Well, well, the point I need us to understand is uh, this too shall pass so that you can experience the next chapter of your life. And I I think right now we need to give God some praise that there is a next chapter. I I mean, if if you don't mind, um, y'all going to have to talk some in this service. Uh, uh, Look at somebody right now and just say, uh, I'm so glad that troubles don't last always. If that means something to you, go ahead and praise them for that. Yes, yes. Everybody repeat. Uh, You know, it's interesting how uh, in our text we see how um, David said in verse 5, trust also in him, but he had already said it in verse 3. 
Because in verse 3, he said, trust in the Lord. And then he came back in verse 5 and repeated himself and said, trust also in him. When, when in, in the Bible, whenever these writers uh, repeated themselves, uh, they were doing it deliberately because they want to make sure we got the point. So, so hear this. I'm about to go into three areas, but before I go there, I got to make sure we got the point. So let, let's repeat that key idea. Everybody repeat these words. Uh, uh, this too shall pass. So that you can experience the next chapter of your life. Now, let's observe three qualities of the next chapter of your life. I'm going to speak prophetically. This is going to be a blessing. This is some things that you need to glimpse at uh, as far as what's going to happen in this next chapter of your life. First of all, the next chapter of your life will be more spiritual. So that's not to say that you're not spiritual now, but I'm just saying as you go into the next chapter, you're going to be more spiritual than what you are even now. Well, let's work through this. While going through your current situation, you should be growing spiritually. So many of you raised your hand and said you're dealing with some difficulties. Well, I'm saying while going through what you're dealing with, you should be growing spiritually. In the midst of your problems, uh, you should be growing spiritually. The struggles of life should cause believers to cling more to God. Clinging to God accelerates spiritual growth. Thus, your, your current situation should be strengthening your relationship with God. Uh, it, it should propel you to pray more. It should propel you to study and meditate on the Word of God more. So I'm saying for a believer, when we go through storms in our lives, uh, this should drive us to pray. This should drive us uh, more to, to study and meditate on God's Word. If you're not growing spiritually amid all that you're going through, catch this, your situation could be prolonged. So sometimes we wonder, why is it I'm still in the mess and I'm in? Why is the situation I'm in, it's, it's just not changing. I mean, I'm sick and tired of my situation. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand on that one, but I can already say, I, I can say right now, I'm sure there are people in here right now, you are tired of the situation you're dealing with. Well, maybe, I'm not saying this is the reason, but I'm saying maybe, maybe God is allowing your situation to be prolonged. Because currently, you're not growing spiritually at the pace that he desires for you to be. Because after all, hear this, in the next chapter, you're going to be on another level. Come on, put some more hands together, somebody. So catch this. Uh, what you are going through is in part divinely permitted to prepare you for your next chapter. Everything you're dealing with right now, God is preparing you. Somebody just say, he's preparing me. Oh, yes. I believe some of you right now, if you look back over your life and recall some tough situations you went through, amen, because of the growth that you experienced, the lessons that you learned, you're a better person today because of what you went through. <sighs> 
So if you're not exercising godly discipline such as prayer and, and, and the word, uh, you are just surviving but not growing spiritually. Ideally, all that you're going through should be causing you to grow spiritually. I want you to look in the, just look in the mirror at yourself right now. You, you acknowledge that you're growing through some a lot, but the question is, are you growing spiritually? Because you've got to remember, God's got to get the glory out of your situation. He can't get the glory if you're not growing spiritually, if you're not uh, becoming closer to him, if your relationship with him is not uh, uh, becoming stronger. He can't get the glory from that. Growing spiritually is necessary for you to experience in your current chapter in order for your next chapter for you to be more spiritual. So thus, uh, perhaps your current chapter is extended and seemingly endless. Anybody know something about a situation that just seemed like it's just lasting too long? <laughs> well, perhaps your current chapter is extended and seemingly endless because you are not doing all that God desires for you to grow spiritually so that your next chapter can be more spiritual. He wants you to be more spiritual. Give God some praise on that one. <laughs> secondly, secondly, the next chapter of your life will be more successful. Is that good news to anybody? No, really, is that good news to anybody? Oh, yes, where, where, where you are heading, you, you, you're destined for more success. You're destined to go higher. You're destined for life to be better. If that's good news, you ought to go ahead and show it to God by giving him some praise. You're destined for it. Hear this. Success is often the result of failure. So the fear of failure impedes success. In some cases, success will not occur without first undergoing failure. When we experience failure, we should learn and grow from it. To fail without learning and growing from it is failure at its worst. So I want everybody to just, to just examine your life right now. You probably can see some, some situations where, where you experience failure, but I'm saying to you, failure at its worst is not so much the situation, but failure at its worst is to fail to learn and grow from our failure. In every situation of failure, we should make sure that we learn every lesson possible from it and grow from it. Everybody repeat these words. I must learn and I must grow from everything that I'm going through. Will you put some more hands together? If we fail to learn and grow from our failures, we will continue to make the same mistakes. The reason why some of us just keep on making the same mistakes is because we're not learning and we're not growing from the mistakes that we're making. And in reality, all of us make mistakes. Don't live thinking that you're going to live above mistakes. Every one of us make mistakes. And here it is. We all have made some mistakes. But the key again, when we make mistakes, let's spend some time so we can learn from the mistakes and grow from the mistakes so that we don't have to go down that road again. 
So here's some good news for somebody. The next chapter of your life will be more successful. It will be more successful, most of all, because of God. It will be more successful also because of, hear this, the wisdom, the knowledge, the growth you are attaining from this current chapter you are in. As I have shared in the past, success is about something other than what we accomplish. Most people, when they talk about success, they get into their accomplishments. They start talking about the house. They start talking about the car. They start talking about the education. They start talking about the upbringing of the rearing of their children. But success is not really about what we accomplish. Success is about who we become in the process. <laughs> Your next chapter is destined for success because you will no longer be the same person. Amen. Some of you right now hear this. There's some tricks and games somebody played on you in the past, but they can't play that game on you again because you're no longer the same person. Through all that you are going through, you are becoming better and stronger. Can you praise God for that? I want you to testify right now. Look at somebody right there and let's say, I have been through a lot. But through all that I've been through, I am better and I am stronger. Come on and praise God that you're better and you're stronger. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Thirdly and lastly, the next chapter of your life. Now, all of us got chapters and we're in a chapter now, but there's another chapter that's coming. The next chapter of your life will be more selective. Everybody say selective. Oh, where are you going with that, Pastor? In the case of many, some of the problems you are having in your current chapter are because you were not selective enough. Can we take ownership right now? I have learned that one of the biggest ways I can help myself is not pointing the finger at the other person, but look at myself. Amen. Now, don't, don't look at what the other person did. Look at what I did. Are y'all listening to me? A lot of us can't grow because we're constantly pointing the finger and blaming somebody else, but we don't take ownership for our own mistakes. So I say again, some of the problems you're having in your current chapter are because you were not selective enough. Somebody just shout out, keep it real. I mean, you got in a hurry. You ignored the red flags. You, you, you thought you could do like God and fix the situation. You thought you had what it takes to make the situation better. You loved one quality so much that you did not take the time to discern the other qualities, the other issues. Are y'all listening to me? Because of everything that you are going through in, 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 your, in this current chapter, your next chapter and your next one, you're going to be more selective. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. I, I need some help on this one. I'm, I'm, listen, listen. You, 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 you will make better decisions. You will choose better options. You will look. Hear this. You will look before you leap. <laughs> <laughs> some of you, I, 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 I believe it's already, I believe there's some folk in here right now. You promised God, Lord, if you get me out of this chapter, 
who, I, I see some folk in the balcony. One sister waving both hands. Yeah. Lord, if you get me out of this chapter, I'll never go down that road again. Who am I? Who am I preaching to right now? If, if, if you just get me out of this, I won't even look that way again. <laughs> in your next chapter, hear this, hear this. In your next chapter, the ball will be in your court. Did y'all hear that? I only saw about four, five people clapping on that one. I said, in your next chapter, see this chapter here, a lot of the time you were reactive instead of proactive. In your next chapter, you're going to be in a position here, hear this, where the ball will be in your court. And because the ball will be in your court, you can be more selective. Hear this. You will. I'm going to tell you something that you will be, that you, that you didn't do this in the past, but this is going to happen now after all that you've been through. I mean, you already prayed, Lord, if you get me out of this, what I'll never do again. Come on now. Y'all keep, come on now. Come on. Come on. You already prayed that. Well, I'm going to tell you something about what's, what's going to happen that next time. You will be more prayerful in your selections. Yes. Uh, you, you will be more prudent in your selections. You will be more patient in your selections. Let me see if I can illustrate it. If, if, if you choose to take a bus ride, you will also select which bus to ride. You will patiently wait on the bus that you know is right for you. <sighs> Come on, I know I'm speaking in metaphors with the bus, but I think y'all can get the picture. Here it is. You will not jump on the first bus that comes your way because you do recognize some other buses are coming. Are y'all still with me up in here? You, you will not even jump on a bus because it is appealing or attractive. You will wait until the right bus comes your way because you're now living by the motto that you'd rather be with no one than to be with the wrong one. After all that you've gone through on this terrible ride in this chapter of your life, you now know what to stay away from. Come on and put some more hands together, everybody. So, so here it is. The, the next time you encounter that person who created some havoc for you, you ought to just say thank you. Because you taught me some things that I never would have gotten out of a book. And if nothing else, I know now what to stay away from. Come on, come on, somebody. Put some more hands together. <laughs> Can I conclude right now? Amen. If you were blessed by the teaching of the word, go ahead and praise God for that. Praise him for that. The sermonic title of today's message is, This Too Shall Pass. Everybody repeat it. This too shall pass. Our sermonic text is recorded in Psalm 37 and 5, which says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. I need y'all to, I need all of you to repeat the key idea. Come on, everybody, let's do it together. This too shall pass. Come on, y'all got to say it louder so all them folk watching by way of streaming can hear you. Come on, let's start it off and do it loudly this time. This too shall pass so that you can experience 
the next chapter of your life. Go ahead and praise them for that one. Praise them for that. It's got to pass. Uh, amen. The next chapter got to come in. We observed three qualities of the next chapter of your life, and I need y'all to throw them back at me and throw them back at me good so I don't have to preach it again. The next chapter of your life will be more what? The next chapter of your life, secondly, will be more what? And then thirdly, the next chapter of your life will be more what? Go ahead and praise God. Y'all got it good. I like that. I like it. Well, here it is. It would be remiss of me if I didn't tell you something about Jesus. Because Psalm 37 is about David. But when I talk about Jesus, I'm talking about a descendant of David. And Jesus Christ recognized that this too shall pass. He could endure the agony of the cross because he knew that this too shall pass. While hanging on the cross, Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes, we are healed. Although Jesus suffered terribly while hanging on the cross, his suffering was not forever. I need to encourage somebody who's going through right now, your suffering is not forever. After dying and being buried in a borrowed tomb, Jesus uh, was resurrected with all power in heaven and uh, earth. Early one Sunday morning. So my brothers and sisters, uh, today we ought to praise God. We ought to praise God, uh, yes, that Jesus has all power. Not only in heaven above, but also earth below. He has the power to deliver us from any situation. Fact of the matter, he has the power to fix situations over and over again. How many of you all witness that he has fixed your problem over and over again? Because of this, we are confident that this too shall pass. So my beloved, I'm still saying praise God. Today, I'm saying praise God that this too shall pass. If you are sick, praise God that this too shall pass. If you are wounded, praise God that this too shall pass. If you are burdened, praise God that this too shall pass. If you're lonely, praise God, that this too shall pass. Uh, if you're sad, praise God, that this too shall pass. If you're grieving, praise God, that this too shall pass. If you're tired, praise God, that this too shall pass. If you're struggling, praise God, that this too shall pass. If you're broke, praise God, that this too shall pass. If you're unsaved, praise God that this too shall pass. So I say to the unsaved people, yes, this too shall pass. If you call on the Lord, Romans 10 and 13 says, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
my beloved, whatever you're going through, I'm saying praise God that this too shall pass. Praise God that it shall pass as though it has passed. In other words, we need to learn how to praise God for what he's going to do as though it has already been done. This parallels to the biblical concept that says uh, uh, call things that are, not as though they were. Since much of the future is unknown, I have learned to praise God for what I do know about my future. And I tell you, my brothers and sisters, one thing I do know about my future is that whatever I'm going through, that this too shall pass. I want you to look at your neighbor right now and say to that neighbor, don't worry about tomorrow because this too shall pass because I know uh, that this too shall pass I don't need anybody or anything else all I need is King Jesus is there anybody here you've made it this far because you recognize that all that you need is King Jesus. I enjoy having family, but I need King Jesus. I enjoy having loved ones, but I need King Jesus. I enjoy having money in my pocket, but I need King Jesus. I enjoy having property, but I need King Jesus. I enjoy having automobiles, but I need King Jesus. I enjoy having clothes, but I need King Jesus. I enjoy having shoes, but I need King Jesus. When I look back over my life, I never would have made it had it not been for King Jesus. King Jesus uh, uh, has seen me through uh, some tough situations. Uh, I don't know about you in hell, uh, but I've been lied on, uh, cheated. Uh, I've been talked about, uh, mistreated. Uh, I've been rebuked uh, and scorned. Uh, I've been talked about. Sure as you're born, I've been up and I've been down almost a level to the ground, but as long as I have a King Jesus, I don't need anybody else. If you don't need anybody else, I want you to look at your neighbor one more time and say, neighbor, I don't need anybody else because can't nobody 
do me like Jesus. Y'all don't want to have church in here. Can't nobody. I said nobody. Nobody. Can't nobody do me like Jesus before because he is a friend of mine. He is my all in all. He is my burden bearer. He is my mind regulator. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. For he is Lily of the Valley. Bright and morning star, doctor on a sick bed, lawyer in a courtroom. Is there anybody that knows that nobody can do you like Jesus? Won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? Won't he show up? And he's always on time. Won't he do it? Won't he pick you up and turn you around? Oh, God, do it. He's able to raise a bow down head. He's able to lift up your burdens. He's able to wipe away your tears. Yeah, God is real today. Is there anybody that knows that he's real? Who in heaven can feel him right now? Uh, feel the Lord, feel the Lord, feel the Lord, yeah, feel the Lord, all on the inside, this too shall pass, I've been through some tough situations, and there have been times when I had to encourage myself in the Lord and tell myself that no matter what, this too shall pass. Come on now. It shall. And I'm a living witness that it shall pass. Oh, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm experiencing a day now where I, I, I have that peace that passeth all understanding. I'm in a day right now where I, I got a joy that I didn't think I could ever have. I'm in a day right now, I'm not bragging, but I can testify and say, these are the best years of my adult life. All because of this too shall pass. The door to church is open. If you're not saved, but you would like to be saved, or if you are already saved and you'd like to be a member of this church, one church in two communities, nine o'clock worship at the North Campus, which is on 29th Street, 11 o'clock worship here at the South Campus. It's a wonderful church. It's a wonderful place to be. Those of you viewing by way of streaming, you ought to click that link. Click that link, fill out that information, submit it, and we will respond promptly. But to those of you right here, let me talk to you. God has blessed you. Blessed you to be alive. As I begin by saying another day's journey.
he's blessed you to see. If you're not saved, why don't you give him a chance? I'm a witness that if you just try him, he'll make your life so much better. And then there's somebody else in here, you, you already know the Lord. You, he's your savior. He's, you, you have a relationship with him, but here does, you need a church home. And recognize that when Jesus comes back, he's coming back for the church. You know too much about him to not be part of his church. And you don't know when he's coming back. He can come back today. Uh, he might come back tonight, but if, if he come back today, if he come back tonight, you want to make sure you're part of his church. The door to church is open. I believe there's somebody in here not saved, but desire to be saved. Or you are saved and you would like to make St. John your church home. I, I, I want you to be a witness. I, I need you to be a witness right now because there's somebody in here who they want to walk, but they need somebody to walk with.